0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Talk. Yeah, welcome back. It is 6.42. We all know uh, what the constituent chemicals in water are, but did you know that once you split out the hydrogen from the oxygen, you can have a boundable supply of a renewable fuel without any mining or drilling? Quite a few car makers are launching hydrogen powered cars, but hydrogen is also a great way to store renewable energy from wind, for example. And heaven knows we've got plenty of that in Ireland. Yorgo uh, Chatsi Markakis is the uh, chief executive of Hydrogen Europe, which represents the industry throughout the continent. Good morning, Yorgo. Good morning from Brussels. Good morning to you. And before we talk about the infrastructure needed for this uh, hydrogen fuel, can you explain how hydrogen can be used as part of the battle against climate change?
1: Well, first of all, hydrogen is the most abundant element in our universe. And uh, it's there. So it's not like lithium or cobalt or other rare materials, uh, um, scarves. It's it's there. Uh, It can be used... Uh, in three ways. First, it's a chemical substance. So you have industrial processes where today you use hydrogen, which comes from natural gas. So it's great, we call it gray hydrogen. And unfortunately this, in order to produce it, uh, pollutes uh, our atmosphere because you have an emission uh, of CO2. Then you can use it as a fuel. I, am, I just brought my kids to the school bus uh, and did it with my hydrogen car. So with one kilo of hydrogen, I can drive 100 kilometers in this car. uh, Specifically, I can go 600 kilometers without even thinking of recharging. So it it reduces the range anxiety uh, and has zero emission. What comes out is water vapor. And the the third uh, thing is it can store energy. We have countries like uh, Ireland starting, but uh, also Denmark and Germany curtailing lots of renewable energy because there is too much wind for the net, for the power grid, and that is why they need to curtail. So instead of doing that, they could use this renewable energy to split water into oxygen and hydrogen. And the renewable energy is stored in that hydrogen and you can use it then or in the industry or in your car or in other processes. So this is what hydrogen does. It's a, it's a multi-talent.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, you mentioned uh, the different colours of hydrogen, which I found very interesting. There is grey, blue and green hydrogen. You mentioned grey already, which involves a lot of burning of fossil fuels in order to get it. What's blue and green hydrogen?
1: There's another one that's turquoise and that I will explain. So blue hydrogen is the same as grey, basically. So you split natural gas, which is uh, methane, uh, CH4, you split it into the hydrogen, the H, and the C, unfortunately, wants to get married with the O, CO2. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and, and in in the blue uh, hydrogen, what you do is you capture the CO2 and you liquefy it and bring it down to old uh, gas uh, caverns, uh, old caverns, and you you store store it it. there. You store it, you get it out of the atmosphere. Green is very simple. It's what I explained already. Wind or sun are delivering electricity, and this electricity then splits water into oxygen and hydrogen. This is green. It comes uh, exactly from renewables. And then turquoise is hydrogen that uh, comes from uh, a process called pyrolysis. In this process, you also split methane or plastic waste or uh, municipal waste. You split it into hydrogen and carbon solid. The temperature is so high that C and O are not going to get married uh, and the C comes with in, in its uh, solid uh, form. And this is very, very good uh, as a feedstock for, um, you know, carbon fiber, uh, but also for uh, the agriculture. Uh, this is quite new, this pyrolysis thing, and uh, turquoise hydrogen will also be and, one of the saviors of our world.
0: And um, what needs to be done at a European level to make the rollout of hydrogen quicker and cleaner and easier?
1: Yeah, it's always it always comes with costs. Uh, let me start with that, with the, the negative uh, thing, because if you change the course uh, and if you want to replace oil, gas, coal uh, or also nuclear power, if you want to replace that uh, by something else, you need to invest in, into uh, infrastructure because hydrogen needs infrastructure, hydrogen needs storage. So salt coverants, old salt coverants are good storage capacity or depleted oil fields, gas field. Then you need pipelines. The cheapest way to transport renewable energy is via pipelines and with hydrogen. It's eight to 16 times cheaper than using wire than using the, the power grid. Mm-hmm. So we can use existing pipelines and there are pipelines also from Ireland uh, to the continent. Mm-hmm. Not enough, not enough, uh, but I, had, uh, I visited Ireland uh, quite recently, and I saw the map of the real Ireland, so you have such a huge country there. Uh, it's the sea, yeah? it's the economic zone in the seaside, mm-hmm. and Ireland could be one of the giants of the net producers of uh, hydrogen, green hydrogen especially, from wind energy. Ah, because, However,
0: because we've got so much wind.
1: Oh, you, you've got so much wind, and you've got, got such a big uh, exclusive economic zone uh, until Iceland, so it's, it's really huge. Uh, I talked to your energy minister, uh, Ryan Eamon, uh, and uh, it, it was, it's so fantastic to see that Ireland is going to, into that direction, but you need the pipelines. You need to um, uh, use, uh, retrofit, refurbish existing pipelines and to build new ones in order to be one of the net exporters of hydrogen towards the European continent.
0: Uh, and is there anything um, in legislative terms that needs to be done at an EU level to
1: improve the, the rollout? Absolutely. So what we need is obligatory targets. We talked about the chemical industry using hydrogen as a feedstock. At the moment, they use that bad hydrogen, the gray hydrogen. We need to oblige them by law that they need to replace the gray by green. Uh, In that sense, uh, it, it is, you know, level playing field for everybody. And this boosts, this will bring up, scale up the hydrogen, the green hydrogen production. This is what law can do. Also, the infrastructure we talked about gas pipelines in my car i need a hydrogen refueling station so we need also a minimum and there's not hydrogen. that many
0: of those though are there your go these refueling no. stations not yet
1: well it depends which country you go uh. so if i go the country the country i know best uh, despite my greek name that's germany i mm. have 100 refueling stations all over the country i can travel with comfort and without range anxiety in ireland i couldn't mm. uh, and in other countries so and that is why we need an obligatory, again, I use this word, um, hydrogen refueling infrastructure all over the continent. And that's what we are working upon. We call it the Alternative Fuel Infrastructure Regulation. It's a regulation, so it's obligatory then for everybody. We'll come uh, this uh, spring, uh, end of the spring, we'll be ready. And then we know how many uh, hydrogen refueling stations we have all over the continent. We think we should have at at least 800 to 1,000 Uh, That's a good start. We launched last week the BMW X5, so the first European uh, car that goes to the market. And wow, uh, on on LinkedIn, my my posts have gone up. People love it. People like it. And this is also electric driving, because you use hydrogen in order to produce power on board. And you you need, as you said in in the beginning, much less of critical raw material to, to drive an electric car using hydrogen
0: no drilling no mining uh, Jorgo thank you so much uh, or F. or Dijkershön Jorgo uh, Chatsi Markakis uh, the chief executive of Hydrogen Europe which represents the industry throughout the continent
1: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk